0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast. The podcast intended to provide you with brief, important, big picture ideas and concepts in the realm of human anatomy and physiology. I am your host, Gilda Harris, and I'm a professor at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you are made aware of all the newest content that I create. Without further ado, let's get on to the next episode. Today's episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast will start at the very beginning. Atoms. If you remember episode one, and if you don't, please go back and listen again. Atoms are the basic building blocks of all things in this world. Every atom is composed of a nucleus or a core, which contains one or more protons and a number of neutrons every atom is also composed of one or more electrons these electrons are not in the core but instead float around the nucleus think of it as an avocado the seed in the middle is the nucleus with its protons and neutrons and the next layer are made up of electrons in a series of layers called electron shells as the number of electrons increases the more shells are needed. The first electron shell can contain up to two electrons. The subsequent shells can contain up to eight electrons. Let's look at an example. Helium has two protons and two electrons. It has one electron shell which is full of those two electrons. Lithium has three protons and three electrons. The first shell is full of two of the electrons. And where does the third electron go? It goes into the second shell. How about neon? It has 10 electrons. Two go in the first shell and the next eight go in the second shell. Both shells are full. We'll come back to this topic shortly, but let me just say this. Just like we enjoy having our bellies full, atoms like having their shells full. To add a little more spice, let's talk about charges. Protons start with the letter P and are positive charged. Neutrons as the name suggests are neutral and have no charge. Electrons are negatively charged. If the number of positive protons equal the number of negative electrons, then the atom is electrically neutral with a net charge of zero if there is a difference in the number of protons and electrons then the atom can have an overall net positive or negative charge and is called an ion now that we have established what and where protons and electrons are let's talk about atoms how they join together to form bonds when two or more atoms join together either via weak bonds or strong bonds they are called compounds Bonds are all about exterior floating electrons, not the core contained protons. Bonds form when electrons are shared between atoms. There are three types of bonds and we will touch briefly on each. They are ionic bonds, covalent bonds, and hydrogen bonds. Do you remember what I said about ions? they are atoms with a negative or positive charge this is the basis of an ionic bond one atom will donate a negative electron to become positive and another will accept the electron to become more negative positive negative. Positive and negative attract and this leads to a very strong ionic bond but why would an atom donate an electron let's think about salt sodium chloride. Sodium has 11 electrons. According to the previous rules, two of the electrons are in the first shell, eight are in the second shell, and the 11th is all alone in the third shell. Atoms want their shells to be full, so it's best for the sodium to ditch the 11th electron and have two full shells instead of a third mostly empty one. Chloride has 17 electrons, again 2 of the electrons will go in the first shell, 8 of the electrons will go in the second shell, and then you'll be left with 7 electrons which will be in the third shell. It's almost full, it wants to accept an additional electron, sodium wants to donate, chloride wants to accept, and now you have formed an ionic bond. The next type of bond is a covalent bond it is strong but not as strong as an ionic bond. Instead of donating and receiving an electron, atoms in covalent bonds share electrons. A molecule of oxygen is made up of two oxygen atoms covalently bonded together. Oxygen has eight electrons, two in the first shell, six in the second shell. Since both are two electrons short of being full, each oxygen atom will share two electrons with the other. These four shared electrons will orbit around the conjoined oxygen atom to make them alternate being full and happy. The final type of bond we will be discussing is the hydrogen bond. These are weak bonds between a hydrogen of one compound and an electronegative atom of an adjacent compound. Water is H2O meaning it has two hydrogens bonded to one oxygen. When one water compound gets near another water compound, the hydrogen from water molecule number one will be attracted to the oxygen of water molecule number two forming a hydrogen bond. Hydrogen bonds between neighboring water molecule is what leads to the surface tension of water, which is the strength at the surface of water if you place a hair onto the glass of water, it won't sink. This is because of the surface tension of water caused by hydrogen bonds. With that being said, get yourself a nice glass of well-deserved water, sit back and enjoy your newfound knowledge and slowly break up that surface tension as you sip the drink and subscribe to this podcast. I hope this discussion helps you be inspired by the deeper level that encompasses the chemical aspects of life. See you next time.